911, what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton. In today's episode, we're going to dive right into it, and I'm going to share with you the name of who I believe is by far one of the best, newest artists that I have heard in many, many years. His name is Jarris Johnson. He came out with this song called My Sword, and this is the type of song that you listen to, and there's so much imagery that comes up. I'm sure that you know exactly what I'm talking about with songs that just take you through this journey to where you create these mental these mental images in your mind the whole time that you're listening to it. And he's talking about slaying the dragon and unsheathing his sword. And he also talks about getting to go home and fuck the queen. And it got me thinking about what a concept that is in relation to our own relationships with our significant others. And I know that you might have seen some of those memes floating around where it says something along the lines of a king is can still be a king even without a queen. But I would argue that because in my belief, and certainly we're talking about this metaphorically, a king is really not complete without his queen. And I started to think back on my own relationship as well as the relationships and the conversations that I have with so many clients, so many people inside of our police, fire, military, and families Facebook group. And I started to think about the dichotomy and what exists when the king of the house does not feel like the king and the queen doesn't feel like the queen. Now, I know that we all want the best out of our relationships, but I also know the reality is that we sometimes don't put in the effort if we're honest with ourselves and we come up with a lot of excuses as to why. And most of the time, it's because we want to avoid the difficult conversations A lot of the times it's a lot easier to forego having that difficult conversation at all because it's a lot easier to just have a peaceful night and to not get stuck in the nuance in this circle of having to go through the emotions that sit on the backside of those difficult conversations. And I want you to think about your own relationship. And if you're not in one, think about the relationship that you've been in in the past. The most meaningful relationship in your life intimately. What was it within that relationship that truly, truly made you feel like the king or the queen? What were some of the things that the other person did or the other person does that made you feel like you were sitting on a pedestal? That made you feel like you wanted to fuck the queen or like you were going to be fucked by the king? And I'm asking you this question because I, as I'm thinking about it, I have seen so many times, not only in my own relationship, but with so many other people where we don't feel that all the time. And certainly, life is not perfect. I'm reading a book called Indistractable, and in this book, they're talking about the fact that our, neurologically, our our minds are not created in a way to where we want pleasure all of the time. And that might sound silly, right? We all want to be happy. We all want the good things, as much of it as we can get. But the reason why we're wired that way is is because if we were to have this constant level of satisfaction, we would no longer feel like we needed to strive for something. And if we step back on a primitive level and we think about that satisfaction of killing a, a deer, let's say, in our minds, if we felt like we killed that deer and we no longer needed to do anything else, then sooner or later we would find that we were out of food. 
And maybe we would scramble to hunt. Maybe we wouldn't find food. Maybe the species would die off altogether because of something as simple as being comfortable. And we don't always frame our lives that way. We certainly don't always frame our relationships that way. But I'm going to venture to guess that you're probably like me. And maybe this is you currently. And if not, I'm I'm sure that you've existed in this state in the past where you just become comfortable. You know you have the guy, you know you have the girl, and maybe you don't think that you need to put forth any more effort. Maybe for you, you're at this stage in your relationship to where you think that you're on your way out, or maybe he or she is on their way out. But I would argue and I would question what you're doing now that makes your king or your queen feel as such. What are you doing now to put forth the effort to actually solidify whether or not you even want to stay together if you're at that place in your relationship? What are some of the things that you used to do that maybe you're not doing now? I know 2020 was a year of realization for so many people, not only with COVID and the elections and all the drama and people staying at home and maybe you were affected health-wise, maybe you lost somebody that you loved. There were so many things that took place that allowed us to kind of pause for a second and take a step back and do the self-analysis to determine what was truly important for us. If you weren't there last year, I would encourage you to find that answer for yourself. What is it that you actually want? If you are fortunate enough to be in an intimate relationship, asking your spouse that question of what they actually want. That's a very difficult question. I know I've made mention of this in past episodes, but I've been asking myself that question constantly now for the past six weeks. When I go back and I reread those answers, it's crazy to see how different what I actually want has changed from when I first started this practice. And when we're able to ask that within our own intimate relationships, and we're able to see that perhaps we've gotten a little bit too comfortable, perhaps we don't feel like the king or the queen anymore, then it allows us to reflect on what would actually make us feel like that king or that queen. What is it that we want out of our relationships? Things don't have to stay stagnant. I think that when things do stay so comfortable within a relationship, that's when a lot of the problems start to take place and they're the kind of problems that start to creep up on you. And maybe for you, that's problem. that problem is something along the lines of intimacy, maybe taking a back seat. Maybe as you listen to this, you haven't had sex with your spouse in weeks or months. I know spouses that have not slept together in years. And why does this happen? This happens because we allow ourselves to get so comfortable. We allow ourselves to run away from those difficult conversations. And more importantly, and I think most importantly, we don't actually know what we want. We don't actually know what would make us happy. And it's not always about the sex. Actually, I would argue that it's almost never about the sex. There's always these things that surround the physical intimacy And the things are what allows us to feel like we are of excellence within our relationship. And we need to do the work for ourselves, sure. We need to do the things that allow us to make sure that we're capable of protecting our kingdoms. But we also need to do the things that allow our spouses to feel like we're capable of protecting the kingdoms. And we need to give reinforcement to our spouses to show them that they are the protector. But this doesn't always come easy. Because if you're the one who decides that you want to stay in that place of comfort, 
and you're not willing to put in the work and you're not willing to do the the things that are needing to be done in order for your spouse to feel like you could actually be the protector of the kingdom. Well, it's like two opposite sides of a magnet. And instead of attracting one another, we start to detract. And that might create more arguments. It might create more distance. It might create more excuses. It might create curiosity. Sometimes we want to venture outside of our kingdom when we don't feel like our kingdom is the safest place to live in. Then I get that. I certainly know what that feels like. But I would encourage you today to take a self-analysis of your own kingdom, whether you're the king or the queen. And when you're done doing that and you're asking the difficult question of what you actually want, to sit down with your spouse and to ask them whether or not they feel like the king or the queen of the kingdom. And if not, what are some of the things that need to change? I would encourage you to go back to the time when both of you felt like you were on the top of the world. Go back to the time when things felt like they couldn't be any happier than they were in that moment. What are some of the things that maybe you stopped doing? What's some of the effort that your spouse voices to you that that they want from you that perhaps if you're honest with yourself and honest with them, you no longer provide? I know that as you listen to this, there's a good chance that you do work as a first responder or armed service member. And I know that the distance because of your career could be one of the main contributors. What are some of the things that you can do in order to fill that gap of distance? I know without a doubt, you have an incredibly creative mind. And I know that if you come face to face with this difficult conversation, chances are that you might gain some clarity for yourself. Know that I think that you deserve that. I think that you are worthy of that. And I think that you most certainly deserve to live in the highest kingdom there ever was, but it takes work. And I encourage you to put in the work and I encourage you to do it as soon as you can. I hope that you are already on your way to an amazing day. Know that I am sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours. If you've gotten any value out of this episode, please do me a favor, drop a review, subscribe down below, and know that I am giving you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.